New Right Network presents Patriot Housewives, where real American moms tackle life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, one casserole, um, I mean, day at a time. I'm Rose. And I'm Rebecca. And this is Patriot Housewives, where real MAGA moms bring you on their journey of life, politics, and family. Don't forget to subscribe and check out our store at www.newrightnetwork.com backslash store backslash housewives. That's dot com backslash S-D-O-R-E backslash H-O-U-S-E-W-I-V-E-S. Today's show is brought to you by TourGuard VPN. Protect your online identity from prying eyes today. Get a VPN. Don't let YouTube or other companies watch what you are doing online. Get a VPN. Go to www.torguard.net. That's www.torguard.net. And enter promo code NRN to save up to 50%. Hello, everyone. and Welcome back to the, our next episode of Patriot Housewives. Rebecca and I have a lot to talk to you about this morning. So much has been going on, and we look forward to uh, going over all of this stuff. How are you doing this morning, Rebecca? I'm good. Good morning, everybody, or good afternoon, and thanks for joining us. Glad you're back for more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not going anywhere, just like we told you. <laughs> Come back anytime. <laughs> Right. Yeah, we've got a we've got a jam packed episode of things to talk about today. I don't even know if we'll be able to get to it all. I hope we we will because there's so much happening. So, um, I mean, I don't even know where to start. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we can start by talking about the fact that every platform, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Shopify, swipe credit cards. The PGA, Pinterest, I mean, the list goes on and on, has literally shut down President Trump, who, by the way, is still president. Exactly. And the leader of the free world can't even communicate with people. Our commander in chief of our military cannot communicate with the people. And it's crazy. Like, it makes no sense. No sense at all. This morning, I was kind of trying to gather some things together and, and looking around, getting ready for, for this episode. And I tell you what, I, I feel kind of Alex Jones ragey this, <laughs> this morning, you know, looking at some of this stuff, because when you put it all together and you really think about it, it is outrageous what they are doing. It's completely outrageous. And I think I was thinking about it and I thought, you know, it just took one person and it was Twitter saying, hey, you're out of here. And then everybody else was like, oh, yeah, 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 us too. It just took one person to make that move and then everybody piled on. Right, it was like, oh, this is acceptable. We can do this to the literal president. Right, we only have one president at a time. It doesn't matter, even if there wasn't contest, uh, you know, uh, the election wasn't contested. Even if more than half of the country didn't feel like this election was stolen. Let's put that to the side for a second. It was a Mm -hmm. free fair election. Until January 20th, when a new president is sworn in at the inauguration, the current sitting president is still the president of the United States. We never in the history of America is not how this country works. We do not have two presidents at one time. Right. Exactly. 
And like you said, even even if it had all been straight up and fair and square, it would still be the same way. And he, there would still be no reason to shut down the current president. And I would say that no matter who the president was, even exactly. even Obama, he had exactly. it was his, still his job. He was still elected and he still had the right to be out there doing his job. Exactly. Can you imagine just for one second in 2017? Uh, or 20 the end of 2016 beginning of 2017 when obama was still the sitting president had anyone come in and taken away his ability to communicate with people there would have been actual riots yes, across exactly. the entire country exactly and be the same way now if the roles were reversed it would be yeah. like you know we're mad people everywhere are mad about this but we're not burning down things and we're not destroying things because of it we're just mad no, as a matter of fact, let's talk about that real quick. I've got three clips that I want to play for you real quick, okay? okay. Three, the, and I'm going to play them in an order of the way that I want, want to present this. I'll tell you what they are beforehand. And then let's just talk about this for a second because this is what got me really mad this morning, okay? okay? The first clip is AOC, and let's just listen to what she says. Half of, we came close to half of the house nearly dying on Wednesday. And... If a foreign head of state, if another head of state came in and ordered an attack on the United States Congress, would we say that that should not be prosecuted? Should we, would we say that there should be absolutely no response to that? No, it is an act of insurrection. It's an act of hostility and we must have accountability because without it, it will happen again. Okay, so that is her talking about what happened on the 6th at the Capitol. She's in referring to what President Trump said at his speech at the Ellipse before they marched down to the Capitol. Mm -hmm. um, so the, what I'm going to play next is the last minute of, of his speech so we can hear what he actually said. Okay. okay. And they go off to some other life. But I said, something's wrong here. Something's really wrong. Can't have happened. And we fight. We fight like hell. And if you don't fight like hell, you're not going to have a country anymore. Our exciting adventures and boldest endeavors have not yet begun. My fellow Americans, for our movement, for our children, and for our beloved country. And I say this, despite all that's happened, the best is yet to come. So we're going to we're going to walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. I love Pennsylvania Avenue. And we're going to the Capitol. And we're going to try and give. You know, the Democrats are hopeless. They're never voting for anything. Not even one vote. But we're going to try and give our Republicans, the weak ones, because the strong ones don't need any of our help. We're tr going to try and give them the kind of pride and boldness that they need to take back our country. So let's walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. I want to thank you all. God bless you and God bless America. Thank you all for being here. This is incredible. Thank you very much. Thank you. That is the part of the speech that they're trying to say is Trump calling for inciting violence. He said nothing, nothing that even remotely refers to violence nothing absolutely he did not he, he said we are going to try to give the weak republicans pride 
and boldness that they need to take back our country. He said nothing about storming the Capitol. He said no. nothing about violence. He said nothing about anything like that. That They're trying to spin that mm -hmm. as insurrection. Yet, I'm going to play this next thing, which is a compilation of Democrats and liberal actors saying these, these things that they said, and no one said a word. No one cared that this was said for the last four over the last four years, but they're using that one last. It was a minute and 30 seconds, that last minute and 30 seconds of an hour long speech to do what they're doing. So let's mm -hmm. listen real quick to this. This one's a little bit longer. I, I, I just don't even know why there aren't uprisings all over the country. Maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. You know, there needs to be unrest in the streets for as long as there's unrest in our lives. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite and peaceful. Do something about your dad's immigration practices, you feckless. When they go low, we kick How do you resist the temptation to run up and wring her neck? Biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized right up to the right. I thought he should have punched him in the face. I said, even if you lost, he insulted your wife. Yes. He came down the escalator and called Mexicans rapists and murders. He said, well, what do you think I should have done? I said, I think you should have punched him in the face and then gotten out of the race. You would have been a hero. I'd like to punch him in the face. I said, if we were in high school, I'd take him behind the gym and beat the hell out of him. Punch some people in the face. When was the last time an actor assassinated a president? They're still going to have to go out and put a bullet in Donald Trump. And that's a fact. Look as his character is stabbed to death. Where is John Wilkes Booth when you need him? I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. A Missouri state senator is under investigation by the Secret Service after saying she hopes President Trump is assassinated. I will go and take Trump out tonight. And if you see anybody from that cabinet in a restaurant, in a department store, at a gasoline station, you get out and you create a crowd. And you push back on them. And you tell them they're not welcome. And sadly, the domestic enemies to our voting system and wow. our honoring our Constitution uh, are right at 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue. They're not going to stop before Election Day in November, and they're not going to stop after Election Day. And that should be, everyone should take note of that on both levels, that this isn't, they're not going to let up, and they should not. If you think we're rallying now, you ain't seen nothing yet. Unbelievable. Yeah. Every bit um, of that. <laughs> that was Nancy Pelosi, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Maxine Waters, and a handful of actors, Madonna, Johnny Depp. I, what you didn't see on there was Kathy Griffin, Griffith holding, you know, the severed head of mm -hmm. Donald Trump. You know, you couldn't see the, the actors dressed up like Donald Trump being stabbed to, to death. Mm -hmm. uh, and this was against a sitting president. Yeah. Which is, I mean, call me British, but isn't that treason? <laughs> I yeah. mean, you know, I mean, come on. I mean, it's not only just awful and horrible taste and classless, it's, it should be completely illegal. I mean, come on. It's like, right. you know, we have free speech, but you can't yell fire in a crowded theater. You know, it has limits. 
Right. Well, and, and let, let's take the, the free speech thing. Let's look at that for a second. OK, what the First Amendment is supposed to protect is any speech, even if, if it's distasteful, even if it is and should probably be considered illegal. You're supposed to, to have the right to say what you want to say without the government being able to say anything about it, without them being able to prosecute you or it being a criminal offense for you to say whatever you want. Does mm -hmm. that mean that it's okay? No. Does that mean that I have to accept what you say? No. But your right to say it, no matter how dis distasteful it is, should be protected. So right. all of those people, even though it was terrible, even though they should have never said those things, they had the right to say it. Now, if it was credible threats against the president, that's a different, that's a different scenario. Secret mm -hmm. Service should have investigated. They should have been arrested uh, against a threat. But their right to actually say those things, that's protected. However, our First Amendment rights are gone. They're not in existence anymore. They, are, they have literally shut down not only the president, but thousands, tens of thousands mm -hmm. of people who supported him. Their accounts are gone. Mm -hmm. They're the the worst assault is against the president. They've shut him down in, on every platform possible. Even his email. He's not even able to send out email to people anymore. Did you know that? What? That's insane. Yeah. How, email, how is that even possible? The email servers that he used shut his account down and his ability to send emails as president of the United States. Of okay. Um, hello. What if there's a national emergency? What if we're attacked from outside? What? What the his his only option left at this point to, to have a mass communication is use the emergency broadcast system, which would send us all a text message on our phones. And I've even heard people saying that Apple's going to try and do an update to disable that. I've heard that too. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I don't Surely, know. If it's true I, I don't feel like it, I don't feel like they could legally do that because what if there is an actual emergency? They would. They be shouldn't liable, be able to legally you know. do what they've already done. No, that's true. You're right. Like the, they're, they're bold right now. They are, they, and here's my message to anyone who's listening to this. If what is happening right now does not bother you and does not scare you, and you think in any way that it is justified, you need to take a really hard look at your, your priorities, because if they mm -hmm. do it to us, they will do it to you. Yep. If they can shut down unilaterally shut down free speech because they don't agree with you and they don't like what you're saying. All you have to do is step out of line one time. All you have to do is participate in what they like to call wrong think something that doesn't line up with their narrative. And guess what? You get shut down too, because you just said it's okay. I'm sorry. Right. I'm mad. No, no, I love red rose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, but you are so right. I mean, it's, you know, like anything else, if it, where it starts is not where it ends. And exactly. if they can do it to, to them, they can do it to us. Or, you know, if they can do it to us, they can do it to them. Whatever. It, it works. It works both works ways. Both ways. Because this, this is not, it doesn't end here. You don't say, get to say, you get to take our liberties, but stop right there. Right. That's not how this works. When you continue to give power back over to the government, that's what they're going to do. They're going to keep taking it till you don't have a way to fight back anymore, till the only option is what happened when, we, when this country was formed by a revolution. I don't think people understand where this is going because right. no one wants to fight a war. No one wants that. No one wants war on our soil. Mm-hmm. But this is where it's going to end up if people keep giving it away. And it's not going to be a, 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 a party thing anymore. It's going to be a us versus them. It's going to be a people of the United States versus the government because tyranny is where we're going. And mm -hmm. then we're allowing them to take it. The government only has the, the power and the control that we give them. Right. And we're just giving it away like, oh, OK, you're right. You know what? They, 
bad man, bad orange man hurts my feelings. So government, you take control and do whatever you need to do. No, which is insane. No, but I mean, think about these people where they're coming from. They want bigger government. They want government controlling everything. You know, they don't, they don't understand that that's not what we should want. Right. That's what I was about to say is they think that they want that because they don't understand. They get promises of, of, you know, free handouts and money and free college and this, that, and the other. Well, you know how you get free stuff by taking it from other people. (laughs) Well, it's not, yeah, exactly. But when the government gives us free stuff, it's because they're paying for it with our Mm -hmm. tax dollars. Mm -hmm. And if they're going to give more free stuff, they're going to tax us more. So nothing is free. Right. There's no such thing as a free lunch, as they always say. No, there's not. And to to think that that's what's going to happen is just stupid because mm-hmm. it's not well, what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, they, hate they to say it, but <laughs> they are stupid. You know, they they shut us down with a, pan, a pandemic, got us on lockdown, destroyed the economy, had millions of people out of work and not knowing what to do, not knowing how to take care of their family. Then they're like, hey, we'll give you money. It's all right. You know, we'll, we'll Mm -hmm. take care of you. And a Mm -hmm. lot of people are like, oh, okay. You know, so the government's going to take care of us. We'll accept it. And you know, where struggling families are, I don't blame anyone for needing the money and taking the money. I mean, it's most cases deposited directly into your account. You can't really refuse the money. And it's our money. I mean, you know, it's it's our tax dollars and all of that, but it's just the first step in the direction of justifying a welfare state, justifying the government being in control of everything because mm-hmm. they're now funding us, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. And it's just, it's, it's scary where, where this is potentially heading. And I'm, I'm so mad this morning <laughs> that people aren't seeing it. And I'm also so mad at the Republicans and the, the GOP. And I'm also, I'm just mad. I'm just a mad person. <laughs> I'm also so mad at the, so many people who just, and I don't care, I don't care how much backlash I get for this, but I have to say it, I am so mad at the people who sat back and just said, trust the plan. Yeah. What plan? What plan? I'm, I am so sorry, when your conspiracy theory is too much for Alex Jones to handle, you need to take a look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, there is no plan. Mm-hmm. The plan I wish, there, was, I wish there was I, a plan. I wish with everything in me that that plan was real. I wish with everything in me and in the event that it comes to fruition and I'm proven wrong, I will take back what I'm about to say. I wish that it was proven real. I wish that anything that they claimed had come to pass. However, my thoughts at this current time is that it was a distraction. Mm -hmm. It was meant to keep, to keep people from coming to action because we were told over and over again, trust the plan. This is going to happen. This is part of the plan. And then every single time that the plan didn't come to fruition, the goalposts got moved. Right. Oh, that was part of the plan. It's actually this. Oh, no, this was part of the plan. And things were given in such vague ways that it could be spun this way or that way. And so many people clung to that. They wanted it to be true so badly mm-hmm. that they just sat back and waited for this mysterious plan to happen. No, what we need is we need an actual plan. We need an actual plan where we stand up as patriots and we say, no, we're not going to do this because where we are, where we are right now is fully due to inaction. Mm -hmm. People started acting too late. Yep. Agreed. (sighs) But in, in our defense, 
we trusted the system too much. We trusted that we could have a fair and accurate election. And we, we did, but we trusted that because why wouldn't we? Right. Well, now we know better, but you know, well, we, we tr also we trusted the, some of the rhino Republicans, which some yeah. of them revealed themselves as being rhinos very recently. Yes, they did. And they are on our list of rhinos. <laughs> oh, they are. As a matter of fact, I would like to retract my statement from last episode concerning Mike Pence. Mm -hmm. I would like to take back everything that I said in that man's defense. Yes. And I would like to say to Mike Pence, I hope this comes across your ears one day that I and millions of Americans are absolutely disgusted by your betrayal. We, we put so much faith in you thinking that you were going to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. President Trump gave you every opportunity to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. And we saw, we saw you on video take things in your hand from other people. And it sure as heck looked shady to me. It sure as heck looked like a deal to me. And it sure as heck looked coordinated to me that you planned on walking in there and disregarding everything that you had said that you stood for. Mm -hmm. So if this was a ploy to get into the good graces and run, you know, separate yourself from Donald Trump so you could run in 2024 and get elected, I'm sorry, sorry, but you shot yourself in the foot. Yep, not going to happen. And, you know, I just wanted to, everyone to understand we recorded that episode last week before that happened. And we were we did give him the benefit of the doubt and we hoped he would do the right thing. And he really let us down. Um, I, I just don't see what the problem would have been for him to say go take these 10 days, go back to these contested states and figure this out. You know, right. that's, that's not, um, you know, that's not saying we're not going to eventually come to the same conclusion. Maybe we will, but it's giving those states the time to really figure this out because there's, I mean, it's the fraud is so widespread and there's so many things going on in these states that now is just, you know, never going to come out. And right. he had that opportunity to do the right thing and he, he did not. And, you know, we don't really know why, but well, I have a, I have a thought process and I've been thinking about this a lot. I think we all have um, and watching the videos and you know, communicating with who's left on social media and <laughs> <I'll tell laughs> you know, <about> this. <laughs> right, you know, try, trying to, to kind of gather, you know, what I can and, and f figure it out in my head. But have you seen the videos from the sixth of this quote unquote siege of the Capitol? Mm -hmm. Have you watched them? Yeah. Not the ones that the media are showing, but the ones that are right. being posted that were there. Yes. And I want to say, obviously, because if we don't say this, somebody will get mad. Obviously, we, we, we don't approve of what happened. We, we, we condemn the violence. Absolutely. 100%. Yes. No one should have done anything violent. No one should have been hurt. We absolutely unequivocally can condemn that. But that's not all there is to it. Go ahead. <laughs> I just yes. throw that in there before somebody got mad. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's, I don't condone any kind of violence. No. We've talked, we've talked about the rioting, the looting and how bad it mm -hmm. is. We we've already condemned it. As a matter of fact, conservatives and people on the right have been condemning this kind of behavior for months while yes. it was praised on yes. the news, while it was encouraged yes. by the left. Yes. So that, it, that is very important to understand. However, Concerning what happened on the 6th, there's a couple of things that make you go, hmm. One of those being there was over a million people there. Mm -hmm. Over a million. Mm -hmm. The people that actually went into the Capitol was a very small fraction. Right. 
then you see these videos that are very suspect because you actually see the Capitol Police removing the barriers, allowing people to walk in. Yeah. Like, just that's walk right in. And not you, normal. You can't just walk into the Capitol. I don't know if you've ever visited, but you you cannot just walk in ever. Right. It's a right. very big process to get in that exactly. building. Exactly. You cannot just walk in. And then I saw a video because there's different videos from different perspectives posted by people who were actually there, which for me, I trust these a little bit more than what they choose to show you on the media mm -hmm. because these people were there. Mm -hmm. So then you see, you see this video I was watching. I watched it again this morning because it just, it blows my mind of these people walking into the Capitol and the Capitol police are just lined against the wall, watching it happen. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, one of the police or the Capitol police officers mm -hmm. has his phone out recording. Yeah. And then there's another video where you see the Capitol police are waving people in and pointing into the direction of where they should go. Mm -hmm. So right there, you're going, this, this seems weird. Like this is not how this should have happened. Right. If there was, if there was really insurrection as AOC says, or if there was really, you know, this big, the half the house almost died violent protest. Why were they just let in? Right. Why wasn't, why weren't they stopped? I don't understand. Right. And then to have time to sit in chairs and pose for selfies and take yeah. pictures. Yeah. Like and it, they even like, did you notice one where they were walking through and they were in between the velvet ropes? They were just calmly walking through. They weren't tearing things down. They weren't even taking down the barriers. They were just calmly walking through. I mean, right. What the heck? And you know, like all the most powerful people in the world are in that building. Why were, right. was it not better protected? I, it's just something about it just does not add up. And I don't know what it is, but something it, it does doesn't not add up. It doesn't sit right with me. And then, you know, of course, this, I, I want to preface this by saying that I, I cannot tell you I've 100% confirmed this because I haven't done like fingerprints and DNA tests and blah, blah. But from looking at pictures of some of these people that, quote unquote, storm the Capitol, and then seeing pictures of those same people at Antifa riots, mm -hmm. you know, the, the news will tell you, and I'm sure Facebook will debunk and fact check and say, you know, no, Antifa was not at the MAGA rally, but it's the same people. And the way that mm -hmm. you can tell that it's the same people is by their tattoos. Right. These, these people have, that. <laughs> no, <laughs> they have, and it's not just, it's not like a, a common tattoo. It's sometimes a very bad tattoo that looks terrible but it's the same <laughs> tattoo yeah. like specifically the guy that was wearing the 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 fur and the horns mm -hmm. um he's got tattoos all over his body and right. he wore that same outfit at an antifa rally he's got mm -hmm. the same tattoos the same face paint paint the same outfit and he was wearing a maga hat mm -hmm. or carrying a trump flag i can't remember mm -hmm. and walking next to a guy that had a communism <laughs> tattoo on his yeah. on his wrist I'm sorry, but a Trump's no, not one Trump supporter on the face of this planet has a communism. No. And the thing about it that just killed me was people were like, like, well, it's Trump supporters. Look, he has an MAGA hat. I mean, I'm sorry. Do you not think that you can just purchase or borrow or steal a MAGA hat and put it on? It doesn't mean that you believe it. Right. I mean, come <laughs> on. Like, do they, can they not think outside that box at all? I mean, it's ridiculous. No. Like, of course they're going to act like they're Trump supporters. That's that was they the, are. But I that also was part of say, it. Yeah. yeah. Even, even if they were, and I don't believe they were, but even if they were casting all Trump supporters in the same lot with them is like saying all Muslims are responsible for 9 11. 
<laughs> exactly. Know, if the actions yeah. of a few are not indicative of the whole, even right. if they were Trump supporters, which again, I don't feel like they were, but even if they were, who cares? They're not representing all of us by right. any and stretch it was, of the imagination. It was condemned by every Republican. Yeah. It was condemned by right away by the president of the United States who mm -hmm. said, go home. Go home. We must be peaceful. We must respect the law. Law and order is the basis of his platform. Right. That is what but he has preached for, for five years. That, that is what we all want. We support the blue line. You know, we, we, we support our law enforcement officers. We're not the ones screaming defund the police. We're not the ones that, that are okay with violent riots and looting and setting buildings on fire and beating the absolute hell out of people. Mm -hmm. That's not our, that's not us. Right. So it just, it blows my mind. And, you know, there are, there are literally some people out there. And as a matter of fact, I was talking to my sister. There are some people out there who they will, if the news doesn't say it, it's not true. If they don't hear it on Fox news and this still, there's still people out there who will not believe it. It doesn't matter mm -hmm. how much evidence you put before your, before their eyes. It doesn't matter how much you show them. They're not going to accept it because they are brainwashed mm -hmm. and they are locked into thinking if the news doesn't say it, then it has to be fake. And right. I would tell, I would say to those people, if the news says it, research it. It's probably not true or not. Exactly. Fake. Exactly. Well, CNN the other night, that the night that all this happened, um, that evening they were like, you know, all their hushed tones and oh, I just, oh, you know, pearl clutching. And they were, they were talking about how, how um, riled up and, and violent and unpredictable the crowd was. At the same moment they were saying this, they were showing video of the crowd and there were just people just wandering around. I mean, calm as anything. And there were police walking around too. And there was absolutely nothing going on. Just like the, there was nothing going on all day except for that short time in the Capitol. Everything else about that day was peaceful. But they're just like pearl clutching and freaking out and talking about the crowd when they're showing a video that contradicts what they're saying. It was just, it was absurd. Well, it's the same thing as them showing cities literally on fire and calling it a mostly peaceful protest. Right. Like right. it's crazy. And, you know, and if you want to, if you want to, to, if you think about it, if they're trying to condemn Donald Trump and blame him for what happened at the Capitol, but yet democratic leaders who literally not vaguely, literally called for violence mm -hmm. and said, do not stop. Do not stand down. Why aren't they protesting in the street? This is not going to stop and it shouldn't stop. You know, all of those things encouraging actual violence, mm -hmm. actual looting, actual dis destruction of property, actual you know, physical violence, mm -hmm. but somehow they're not responsible for it. There's right. a disconnect between them, but Donald Trump is somehow directly responsible for a small fraction of over a million people going into the Capitol and hurting no one. Right. Like it, not that it was okay. I just still, I want to say it again, not that even entering the Capitol or doing any of that was okay. I think there was a window broken, you know, some people did get riled up, but it still doesn't match. It doesn't come close to the, the things that happened in that very city, mm -hmm. you know? And they, I think during the, the Kavanaugh hearings, the um, left occupied um, somewhere in the Capitol building. I don't remember whose office it was. Mm -hmm. And it was, it was held as brave and heroic. Yeah. 
Yeah, and there were tons of them in there. I saw a picture from that just the other day. Um, and, you know, it, it all comes down to them. They're not responsible for anything. Everything is somebody else's fault. You know, that's, that's what they do is nothing's my fault. Everyone's a winner, all this nonsense. And they're never, they're never accountable for anything that they say or do, but we are because no. we're, it's everything's our fault. Yeah. It makes no sense. And the, what makes even more, even less sense um, is the people that can't see it. And I don't know, I, I don't, I don't want to believe that people are that stupid, um, mm -hmm. that they literally don't see it. I think that they don't want to see it. They would right. rather go with this narrative that the media has set out because it accomplishes what they want, mm -hmm. which is a scary thing to think about because um, if you're just going to go with whatever narrative it is because it gets you the end result, that's not what this country is built on. That's not mm -hmm. freedom. Right. You know, that's no. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, <laughs> yeah. I'm just no. They go to timeout. <laughs> bad. I feel like I'm dealing with a bunch of toddlers. I know. You well, know? you know, maybe a, yeah. a snowflake lounge. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like this. This is insane. Um, and to to watch all this happen, and then you know, take it. To, they take it a step further. So, like you said, Twitter. I think Twitter was the first one to actually ban the president, mm -hmm. and not just the president. I, the president, Team Trump. Uh, Sidney Powell, Lynn Wood, mm -hmm. um, General Flynn got yeah. banned. Yeah, what did but he do? I didn't association. I don't know. Guilty by association. Yeah, uh, and the, tons of tons of people. Like half the the pages I follow have been banned. Yeah, I yeah. lost I lost eleven thousand followers. Eleven thousand followers wow. in a twenty four hour period. Eleven thousand. That's, That's I was just like, okay, this is wow. happening. Somehow I still have an account at, yeah. for right now. I know. Well, I keep feeling like every time I post something, I'm like, well, here it is. <laughs> I, don't, I, I open Twitter and I'm like, oh, it's still loading. <laughs> like, like, uh, but I, I wouldn't even be surprised at this point if I open it one day and it's gone. I have never, and I'll just put this out there, you know, Twitter, if you want to come at me, I have never once had a 12 hour suspension. I've never once been asked to take down a tweet. I've never once um, had any kind of thing show up that I was reported for anything. I've not mm -hmm. violated Twitter rules ever. Yeah. So if they shut me down, it is for no other reason other than purely political bias. Yep. That will be the only reason. So, um, and, I, and I'm not voluntarily shutting down my account. I refuse to. So mm -hmm. if my account is suspended and my account is gone, that is why. Right. Same here. So, um, you know, I spent a long time building that platform and I'm not, I'm not just going to walk away right. from it. And, uh, but to take it a step further, <laughs> so it's like t people on Twitter, they're like, oh, well, if you don't like how Twitter works, go build your own platform. It's okay. not that simple, friends. Well, but it, they did. We had Parler. Yeah. They built, they built another platform. And then they're like, oh, nope, you can't do that. So uh, it started with Apple and then Google took them off the Play Store, took them out of the App Store. And they were like, oh, well, uh, this is fine. That's all right. You know, we'll, we'll just go to it on you know on the web browser that's not a big deal you know that's how people access gab mm -hmm. uh then amazon web services go actually you know we're gonna take you off of the servers and and it's <laughs> we're able to just completely shut down this service right so it's just it's insane like how is that okay and then if you think about it the re their reasoning was that um parlor allowed inciting violence this is their whole thing inciting violence the violence that didn't actually happen mm -hmm. to um 
you know, be promoted on their website or, or their platform. But however, on the same day that all of this was happening, the hashtag hang Mike Pence was trending on Twitter right. for hours. Yeah. How is that okay? Right. I mean, you know, like we just said, we're mad at him, but we would never say anything like that. I mean, no, that's, I right. don't care who it is. That's horrible. And it's not the first time that a violent um, hashtag has, has trended on Twitter. No, it, no. It's not the first time that, that calls for violence have been publicly on Twitter against conservatives. No. Um, and it, it's okay. They just let it stand, but they're going to shut down an entire platform that didn't have it. In, and I agree with Parler CEO, nothing on that platform was either not already taken down because it violated their policy or was already on Twitter. Mm-hmm. That, so how is it that Parler gets shut down, but Twitter allows to remain? Right. And, and then beyond that, Twitter has allowed uh, calls for death, death threats, um, porn pages, child mm-hmm. sex trafficking pages. Mm-hmm. Those, there is absolutely heinous stuff allowed to stay on, on Twitter and mm-hmm. no one's call, no one's shutting it down. Yeah. Like the Supreme leader of Iran, he's still on there. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. What in the heck? Like I, it's just, it's, there's no other explanation except it's political. And I don't know how people don't see that when they look at all the things that are still allowed and they look at what's suddenly not allowed. How, right. I mean, even no matter what your, what your political outlook is, I don't know how you don't see it. Right. And except if they for the fact say, that you're too busy going, woohoo, he's gone. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, come and on. If you want to say, oh, but free speech, okay, then it applies to everyone. You can't have it both yes. ways. Right. If exactly. you want to be allowed, if you want to be allowed to say what you want to say and call for dissent and violence and destruction against the, the right, then you cannot say that the right needs to be shut down for the same thing, even when it wasn't even the same thing. Right. You, it's just it doesn't work that way. You can't have your cake and eat it too, period. Right. Well, they think they can. Well, <laughs> they think they can, yes. They think they can. They can't, and right, but they think they can. <laughs> and right now, effectively, they have. Right. But I, w- I will say we're not, again, we're not going anywhere. President Trump is not going anywhere. Right. Um, as a matter of fact, I wonder if I could find, I don't know where to find it. Uh, you know, President Trump put out a statement right before they shut, they locked him also out of the POTUS account. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, basically saying, you know, that he's fought against this. He fought against Section 230. He has, you know, done everything in his power that he can to try to protect our free speech, but at the, in the same uh, post, he basically said that w- he's not going anywhere. The best is yet to come, and he alluded to a new social media platform. And I hope, with everything in me, that he does that. Um, yes. That he gives the tens of millions of Americans a place to come and you know talk with each other and communicate with each other and have a community where we can actually say what we want to say and not be afraid that we're going to hurt someone's feelings right. and be shut down. Right. You know, I mean, it's just, it's all a bunch of malarkey. <laughs> Blueberry strudel <laughs> is what my teenager calls it. <laughs> Blueberry strudel. That's funny. <laughs> but yeah, so we've, we've got all this stuff going on. We've got no ability to hear from from President Trump now, unless he addresses the nation, which I don't even know if the news cover news companies would cover. Yeah, right they'd now. be like, "Oh, we're not covering that." No, but I can say that I, I know for sure that RSBN um, will cover it. So, uh, if you're you're trying to uh, find a place to stay up to date and 
in the event that Donald Trump does decide to address the nation, pay attention to RSBN. Um, and you can also make sure you follow us at New Right Network because we will be paying attention as well. And if they if they broadcast it, we will also carry it live in our server. Yeah. Um, so there's there's still opportunities and ways for him to communicate, but not as easily and right. not as quickly. Um, so we'll, we'll just have to see. I mean, there's what, nine days left, nine days left until the inauguration. Um, yeah, they, he wants to, uh, Donald Trump said he's not going to the inauguration, which I wouldn't either. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm not going to go to a fake inauguration for a fake yeah. president. <laughs> well, and plus, I mean, it would just turn into a MAGA rally if he went. It would. <laughs> yeah. It would. All I mean, the it would, just... would be on him. So, you know, <laughs> you could look at it that way, too, as he's just saying, hey, I don't want to take the spotlight away. Right. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's no one. No one wants him there anyways. Not no. in not the the right doesn't want him there because we're we're not supporting this. The left doesn't want him there because they don't like him. Right. You know, so why is everyone so mad that he said he wasn't going to go? Yeah, and like, it's not it's happened several times throughout history. Um, yeah. John John Adams skipped the inauguration after his after a contentious election. I mean, you know, yeah. if he can and, do it, somebody else can do it too. I would just also like to point out that at this moment right here, and I'm going to say w what time it is because I'm tired of uh, saying things and then later on <laughs> it changing after yes. I said it. So it is it is January 11th, Monday, January 11th at 9.46 a.m. Eastern Standard Time when I'm saying this. <laughs> so as of right now, President Trump has not conceded. He has not congratulated Joe Biden. He mm -hmm. has not given up. Senator Kamala Harris has not resigned from her her senator seat. Mm -hmm. um, the Joe Biden has not been inaugurated. Um, so this is where we are right now. Um, and he may never concede. It doesn't mean that that Joe Biden's not going to be sworn into office, but but President Trump may never concede. He's mm -hmm. not going to, to to quit fighting because he's not going to roll over and be like, you know what? The election was stolen. There was massive fraud, but it's okay, guys. No. Yeah, that's what people have been probably doing for years. It took exactly. him to actually shake things up. And um, actually, I just um, saw that the Democrats in the House have filed impeachment charges. Yep. Oh, okay. Like just so literally, they've... they have just done that officially, which is ridiculous. It's, um, tell terrifying. me how that makes sense. Exactly. It makes no sense. But I mean, does anything they do make sense? But no. My, you know, I think they are, first of all, trying to, I don't, I mean, I don't think they could possibly get this done before next week anyway, but even if they could, you know, they are trying to prevent him from releasing files or declassifying things that will implicate them, um, that will get them in trouble. Um, they want to ensure he can't run again, which, you know, who knows if he would anyway. Um, but, and they're just, it's ridiculous. Why would you do that at this point? And that it also does absolutely nothing for this unity they claim to want. This is no, just going to make people mad. And I saw the other day that his approval rating has actually gone up since last week. <laughs> of course it has, because you know, he's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So, and people, you know, are, who maybe didn't vote for him are probably starting to think, hmm, maybe I should have. Um, but what? This is ridiculous. This is political theater, and it's ridiculous. It is. It's absolutely political theater, and it's just adding fuel to the fire. Like mm -hmm. if any, if anyone is causing more unrest, more, uh, you know, potential 
storming or sieging of anything, it's going to be the left uh, for both sides of the aisle. They're, mm -hmm. they're, they're going to piss people off on both sides of the aisle. And as far as, um, as we go, as the conservatives go, it's just strengthening our resolve. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you're going to, you're going to try to impeach the pr president again with nine days left in office. Like, come on, like, no, everyone should be able to see through this and see, see it for what it really is. Mm -hmm. There's no impeachable offenses. What did he do? Yeah. <laughs> like, Ooh, he supposedly said something mean. Well, first of all, he didn't say it, but even if he did mean words, whatever. It's still on. not an impeachable offense. An impeachable offense has to be something that can be criminally prosecuted. Right. And if they're trying to say that, that President Trump saying, let's walk down Pennsylvania Avenue to the Capitol and give weak Republicans the pride and boldness they need to stand up for election integrity. If that is an act of insurrection, we are treading on scary ground because mm -hmm. you can't say anything then. Yep. Because that, that it, it's something that small, if they're saying that that's impeachable, that that's a federal crime, like, well, and what's look next? At, look at what they impeached him for last time that turned out to be completely bogus. Right. It's not like they have a reputation for, um, you know, authentically correct impeachments. No, they have to feign outrage and pretend like they were scared for their lives and that, you know, that all this stuff is just so horrible and mm -hmm. call us a cult and um, Trumpism is a is a cult, I think is what I keep see seeing everywhere. Oh my word. You know, because they have to justify what they're doing and to me it's it's a stepping stone to where they want to go mm -hmm. you know like it's a stepping stone to to trying to implement more government control expand the courts mm -hmm. you know like do all these things because they need to protect that from ever happening again you know to yeah. try to justify Whatever. it <laughs> right but the the thing mm -hmm. is is that they consistently at every turn underestimate the MAGA movement yes they do and they've made and, that mistake for the last five years they have and it makes them so mad mm -hmm. because nothing that they do stops us right we continue we press on you know if they they shut us down on one site we find another site they shut us down on that site we build our own site you know like there's mm -hmm. there's too many people that are too awake they've been mm -hmm. quote unquote red pilled um they're too invested and they refuse to go back to the way that it was before they refuse to roll over and and play dead because we were called a mean name like it's that's not how it works anymore. Right. You know, the, the, we're not going back to status quo. Um, you know, thanks to President Donald Trump, a lot of people have woken up and they've gotten mad. And that mm -hmm. anger has fueled what their action is going to be. And mm -hmm. luckily for us, action fueled by anger on our side leads to a different kind of action than what what it does on the democrat side we don't like you said right. earlier we don't cry in the streets we don't burn buildings down we're not rioting and looting that that serves no purpose that does right. nothing right you know uh, when i say our anger fuels our action i mean that that we are going to fight back harder at you know in elections at um mm -hmm. replacing people from local levels to to federal levels um 
to change the system because that's one one reason one place I think that we failed is uh, we focus so much on the national elections, uh, mm-hmm. which is important. It is, mm-hmm. but if you look at what has happened over uh, over the course of this election and where we've been beaten down at almost every turn trying to fix election fraud, it hasn't really been at the federal level. It's been at the local level and the state level mm-hmm. because even in in states that are Republican controlled in the legislature or you know even sometimes in the governor uh, governor's office the smaller you know secretary of states and mayors and you know even lower levels than that they're democrat controlled mm-hmm. and so that should be a wake up call to everyone to vote in every single election um right. you know to leave no stone unturned that every single elected official that position matters. Do your mm-hmm. research. And I'm guilty of it too. I'm guilty of going in and looking at the ballot and not really knowing who I'm voting for at the, the, you know, the school superintendents or whatever, mm-hmm. um, you know, some of these, these smaller elections, but they have big consequences mm-hmm. when we don't know. Yep. And I think a lot of times the local elections have a more of an impact on us on an everyday in everyday way than the, the national ones do. Because they, they affect our, our daily lives and the, the things that we can do locally. So I think those are honestly even more important. They are. They are. So I would encourage everyone to not sit back and wait for what could possibly happen, to not uh, just assume that we have to wait until you know the next big election to take any kind of action, because that's not true. Mm-hmm. The work starts right now. Yep. The work starts yesterday. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> We're, we're, if you haven't started looking yet, you're behind. Right. So it's time it's time to catch up. You need to look at your local and state elections. You need to uh, see if you can volunteer for campaigns. You need to do your research on these people. If they're not good people, we need to expose it. And here at New Right Network, we're planning on doing that. We're planning on, on bringing you information from every level that we can and br- taking these people that don't need to be in office anymore, you know, to the cleaners, we're going to, we're mm-hmm. going to expose them. We're going to find viable candidate candidates to run against them and replace them. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, it starts right now. We can't you sit back and just wait for 2022. We can't just sit back and wait for 2024. Right. We have to just continue to fight. And I know it's easy because it happens every single election cycle. People are fired up. They're mad. They uh, do whatever they can. And then once the, the big, general election is over they go back to their they go back to sleep mm-hmm. they're not paying attention anymore and then four years later they're like oh no what happened right right and that's <laughs> like, so I don't important. Understand. yeah that's such an important way of so thing to remember um <laughs> it matters and we need to be committed all the time not just every four years yeah we need to to absolutely to pay attention i mean if you think about some of these people are controlling our children's education mm-hmm. and then they control the, they control the the education they control what's being taught in the schools what you're teaching to the new generation that's that's coming up to vote um like it's it's all connected and it starts at the smallest and the lowest level possible to to you know invoke change mm-hmm. um we, we've got it. We've got to do this. We've got to pay attention. We have to, to never give up and to keep pushing forward. And this fire that you're feeling, this, this desire and outrage that you have at what's going on in our country right now, it, it needs to, to remain. Um, and I feel like the Democrats are doing an excellent job of stoking that fire. And yeah. so I encourage them to continue down this destructive path that they're continuing down because all it's going to do, like I said, is strengthen our resolve and you know help us to um, do what needs to be done at every single level. Mm-hmm. So 
you know, good job, Democrats, on, on that front. Uh, it's a wake-up They up are call. dedicated. They're dedicated. You have to give them that. <laughs> they are, are super dedicated yeah. at, doing, at doing this. And um, I hope that, that the people that have woken up, and there's been more over this last four years than I think ever before. And I, I hope they just continue to, to not give up. And then, you know, the, as far as people worrying that we're never going to have a free and fair election again, it's a valid concern. Um, but I have no doubt in my mind, it doesn't matter who's in office on January 20th. These lawsuits are ongoing. Right. The, the fight for election, election integrity doesn't have to be from the Oval Office. Right. Um, it, it will continue no matter who's in office and it will um, hopefully bring some things to light. It might right. be a little bit too late to change who's in office on January 20th, but it hopefully will not be too late to change what happens in the future. And that's right. what we need to push forward to, um, you know, encourage it. Uh, if you have evidence of fraud, it needs to be brought forward. If you have um, anything to add to it, you need to, to get it, in any way that you can over to the lawyers that are working on this and mm -hmm. where we've obviously seen that some of the legal system absolutely sucks. <laughs> it's not, it's not all bad. Right. And as much as I disagree with the Supreme court, not wanting to involve themselves in an election and waiting until after everything is taken care of to make decisions. Mm -hmm. I don't agree with that because this is what happens when they do that. Mm -hmm. I understand what they were doing and it's still possible that post-election they'll, t they'll hear some of these cases right. because now maybe, and I want to also clarify and say this to people too, that think that all these court cases have been lost. That's not the case. Not a single court case has been lost because not a single court case has been heard. Right. No evidence has been presented. No right. opportunity to, to present a case has been given. It's all been, right. no, we're not hearing this. Right. Right. So there's yeah, still a lot all to do. Yeah, it's all been like if those like people sticking their fingers in their ears and going, la, 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 I can't hear you. Right. You know? Don't tell me this yet. I don't want to listen yet. Yeah, no. not listening. <laughs> That's what it feels like. It's and it's I don't know if the corruption runs that deep or people don't want to deal with it, or I don't know. I don't know the answer, but I don't know either. It needs to change. But I, I would encourage everyone to as frustrating as it is with everyone being shut down to remain active on social media. If you still have the ability to be on Twitter, don't go anywhere. I know mm -hmm. that the company sucks. We all hate Jack Dorsey. Like there's, <laughs> it's, it, it's a unilateral thing, but that is where the fight is right now. Um, I, I would warn against being uh, only in what I'm going to call the echo chambers where there's mm -hmm. only conservatives. Yes, that is a great place to, you know, get, news and share things with each other and you know uh kind of hang out as a community but as far as um trying to affect change um try to still remain on these other these other websites uh mm -hmm. that the if you can um yeah. the fight is still there the the ability to potentially change someone's mind is still there right. um and if we all leave then we leave them with a leftist echo chamber uh, where they can push their propaganda and have no pushback. And that's not good. We don't right. need two separate echo chambers. That's not, <laughs> it's not conductive. Right. Uh, you know, like it's not going to do anything. So um, as far as being able to remain in touch with everyone, if you have been shut down um, on these websites, I do see that conservatives and patriots are going to gab uh, telegram signal and um, discord are some of the places where we're sort of, um, you know, 
regathering our thoughts and and connecting back with each other because there's been friendships built out of this this MAGA mm-hmm. movement. Um, yeah. People that I, I've now known some of these people for four or five years. Yeah. Uh, and I, I I count them as friends. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so Gab, Gab is having a little bit of a server overload, but they are working on it. Uh, for me personally, as far as a social media platform goes, Gab has the best interface. Mm-hmm. Um, I even like it better than Twitter mm-hmm. um, as far as their interface goes. I was a little bit resistant to Gab when it first came out because of the uh, types of people that were mostly over there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, if there's a bunch of us MAGA patriots that are gathering over there, just like on Twitter where there's toxic people, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we can still use it as a platform to talk to each other and it's, it's got a really nice interface. Uh, Telegram is a little bit harder to use. Um, people have channels. You can follow them. Donald Trump Jr. has a channel. Um, you can kind of go over there and, and follow them and, and get some news. Uh, Signal's more of a, Signal is an end-to-end encryption messaging app. So it's kind of like text messaging. So you'll have to give people your phone numbers if you want to use Signal, but you can create groups um, and have a private chat over there. Uh, Julian Assange, Edward Snowden, those types of people use that to securely communicate with people. Um, it's cr- encrypted on both ends and uh, it also has the ability you can set it to if you send a message after a certain amount of time the message disappears so um, it does keep things a little bit more secure if you're needing to, to discuss something that's confidential and then of course we have discord uh, which is one of the places where new right network kind of lives um, and it's a great chat server um, really awesome place to do some fun things and, and build a community uh, live stream rallies and movies and you know chat with fellow patriots and kind of just uh, stay plugged into the MAGA movement right definitely Definitely. and if you're interested if you're interested in in getting links to any of those um, you can definitely reach out to us Uh, patriothousewives at gmail.com is our gmail Um, uh, we're still as far as I know both on (laughs) on Twitter and other other social media platforms my handle is the same it's at MAGA Rose Taylor and Rebecca, if you want to spell yours out so that people get it right. Yeah, my Twitter handle is at Rebecca J Horvath, R-E-B-E-C-C-A-J-H-O-R-V-A-T-H. And um, hopefully we'll uh, still be there. I think, <laughs> right, I think we safe. will. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we will. But, um, you know, you can, you can still find us at all those places. In the worst case scenario, you can email us um, or you can go to uh, newrightnetwork.com and send an email there. And we are plugged in as well. we'll we will get the message from there as well. Yeah. Um, but I, w- I do encourage everyone to not give up, to not think all is lost because all is not lost mm-hmm. um, and to not think it's over. Because it doesn't, like I said, it doesn't matter who's in the Oval Office. It's not over. Our work is cut out for us. We have more work to do now than we than we have the last four years. Mm-hmm. So pull, you know, uh, pull up your boots <laughs> or uh, pull up your bootstraps and get yeah. ready because the we haven't we haven't lost the war. You know, we might have lost the battle, but we haven't lost the war. We can never give up because if we give up, then we are 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 handing over our our republic and we're saying, you know, washing our hands of it and. Um, I'll say this to you and it might sound harsh, um, but if you're willing and ready to just give up and roll over, then you never cared about this country to begin with <laughs> because yep. Yep. right now is not the time to give up. It's the time yep. to, to press forward. Yep. So, I mean, there's, and uh, with all that said, there's going to be so much to talk about over the next few weeks. And, um, you know, we've got our, our, there's ongoing stuff with COVID. There's ongoing stuff with the Rhino Republicans we'll be talking about. 
Um, it's not the last that we've heard about the stimulus, um, you know, stuff that's going on. As a matter of fact, you want, you want to talk about the stimulus real quick? It okay. kind of got overshadowed. It kind of got yeah. overshadowed with all of this other stuff. Yeah. Are we talking about the stimulus where? Uh... The he who shall not be named offered $2,000 to Georgia voters if they voted Democrat. Hmm? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, not, but it, I actually saw, you know, funny, kind of funny, like, I don't know if it's funny, ha ha or funny, hmm. But uh, I saw this, you know, those big trucks that drive around like they're like a driving billboard advertisement yeah so there's apparently a big truck or big trucks driving around georgia that said you know vote for democrat democrats get two thousand dollars and then underneath it in small letters it said not a solicitation <laughs> <laughs> i was like well they, they at least uh they they covered themselves from being you know legally challenged there uh by putting not a solicitation on it oh my but word. uh it really 100 percent was a solicitation and i i am I am challenging if they, I'm saying this right now, I don't think they're going to do it. Mm -mm. Nope. And you know how many people not. are going to be so mad? They're going to be yeah. so mad. Mm -hmm. and they don't, who, who do they have to blame now? They have the house, they have the Senate, they have the, they have the white house. Yeah. But I mean, what more could they want? Right. And then mm -hmm. uh, they have all these plans. They're going to, um, as far as I, what I've heard, they're going to extend unemployment. They're going to bring back the $600 weekly payments. They're going to, at the very least, pass $2,000 checks. But I keep hearing for retroactive. Um, I keep hearing calls for monthly checks. Um, what else have I heard? All of these claims of if you just vote for Democrats, this is what you're going to get. So, and I would like to remind people that there's running list out there of the promises that Donald Trump made prior to taking office uh, in, in 2017. And then the, those lists have been checked off as he fulfilled every single promise that he was able to fulfill, which mm -hmm. is more than any president has ever done. So mm -hmm. let's see what happens. They have control of everything. They have control of the White House, the, uh, both, both houses of Congress. And I, I don't think they're going to pull this off. I don't think they're even going to day one try to fulfill these promises that is what I can only imagine is why they won over so many people that voted for them, you know, besides the fraud. Right. Yep. So we'll see well, what happens. I'm assuming empty promises, but yeah. But also I just would like to mention just for, you know, to have it out there, this last stimulus bill where Democrats and Republicans alike decided that sending aid to foreign countries and i know before anyone hops on here or comments and says oh but the the foreign aid was in the omnibus bill i know but they tied it together mm -hmm. they voted on it they passed it and they were okay with the billions of dollars in aid sent to foreign countries i think what was it something crazy i don't even remember what the amount was sent for gender studies in, in pakistan? pakistan i don't know what country. Yeah. yeah pakistan gender studies in pakistan that that was okay they were okay with that. That wasn't going to affect our grand our grandchildren's future by sending that money to foreign countries. But six hundred dollars yeah. of our own tax dollars is all that that we were worth, and some people didn't even want to send that. Yeah, and I mean, okay, gender studies. What is there to study? There's two of them. We nice. we know a lot about about them after all these years. I'm not sure what else there is to study, but that's beside the point. I don't know. I mean, as far as as far as I know, you know, basic biology and science, you have an XX chromosome, you have an XY chromosome, and it, one is male, one is female. Uh, anything else is in your head. Like, <laughs> I just, you see, I'm sorry. I mean, 
I'm not going to say be whoever you want to be. If you want to be a toaster oven and be referred to by toaster, fine. You know, whatever. That's your prerogative. You're an adult. But do not try to tell me that because you think in your mind that you're a toaster oven, that your biology, your basic biology has changed to the Mm -hmm. genetic makeup of a toaster oven. Because that does not how this works. Right, right, <laughs> exactly. Oh, I, yeah, that's a whole nother topic, but. It is. Anyway. It is. There's, a, there's an excellent video by, by Ben Shapiro, and I don't really like that man very much. Um, I, that little man makes me so mad sometimes, but he has, <laughs> he has a few things that he has excellent, excellent arguments yeah. um, on. And the video is called, um, uh, I can't remember what it's called, wow. Why, why aren't you, why aren't you 80 or something like that? And I would, I, I would encourage anyone to go watch it. It's a, an excellent argument um, against the uh, call for, you know, gender being whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. And basically there he's speaking, he's at the speaking event and a woman stands up and she's, you know, trying to argue with him about there being more than one gender or being able to change your gender. And he says to her, he, he looks at her and goes, why aren't you 80? And she's like, what? And he's like, why, why aren't you 80? And she's so confused. And he's like, because you cannot just come out and, and say, I'm 80 years old. You can't change your biological uh, makeup and who you are just because in your head you decide that's what I am. Mm-hmm. You know, you right. may be able to say, you know, I identify as an 80 year old. I don't know why anyone would want to do that, but you know, nothing against I, 80 year olds. <laughs> yeah, nothing against 80 year olds. But why would you want to just randomly identify to change your who knows that? Right. why people would want to do what they want to do but you you can say that all you want to it doesn't change how old you are right you know just like saying me if I was to wake up one day and say you know what I'm a dude I can say I'm a dude all day long I still You're, have two yeah. I, I still have <laughs> xx chromosomes right. I still have the 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 biological makeup of a female and right. even if I go get that surgically changed it still doesn't change my DNA right exactly. <laughs> it does not change right so um, I'm sure that I didn't even mean to get on that topic, but I'm sure that's going to make some people mad. Um, again, I'll say you're an adult. You can do what you want. Fine by me. You know, just don't try to make me. Don't make me accept it. Yeah. don't make me, um, like this whole pronoun thing. Like, am I really supposed to go up to someone and say, what pronoun do you prefer? I use for you. Um, if you're a dude, I'm going to call you him if I'm if if I'm not sure then I'm just not going to use the pronoun yeah hey you right <laughs> yeah I mean, excuse if, me I mean really then I mean if someone looks like a girl I'm gonna say her what? she if someone looks like a guy I'm gonna say he yeah. him you know if you correct me and I'm like okay you know that that's on you but like I think some people were trying to criminally prosecute if you called someone by the wrong pronoun like that's so confusing like what if you don't know you yeah. know and then you've got the they them like what does that mean so you can be oh, both that <laughs> like, so I, mad I get really confused because like someone needs to explain it to me like what is they them like are you are you saying your boy and girl like or yeah. all like somebody had their their um pronouns listed in their their uh bio and they said all like okay like (laughs) that's really confusing what do I say like it's it's gone too far you know it's completely Um, gone too far because one person started it and then everybody else piled on and it's just like you know the censorship we were talking about somebody somebody decides okay I'm gonna go for it and they do it and then other people pile on and it just gets bigger and bigger and it's 
ridiculous completely yep. ridiculous it's just it's all gone too far there's too many things that have gone too far like yeah we, we could sit here and literally talk for hours about things that have just it, it's gone beyond the point of reason um it, i don't even know i wouldn't even know where to start yeah. you know like things used to be so much simpler yeah. um <laughs> like you didn't have to worry about all these things i'm sorry i've i've done with even the idea of worrying about offending someone like if i yeah. offend you i'm so sorry yeah um you know deal with it it's it yeah. happens it's life Be yeah it is and like i'm not gonna purposely offend someone i'm not going no, never. to poke the bear i'm not gonna go seek to offend you but if i accidentally do it i'll apologize and move on i mean it's it's well, just stop being so sensitive about things like I see. you know i i'm i'm not easily offended because no, most of the time people don't intend to offend, you know, most of the time it's yeah. accidental. So, you know, whatever, just, you know, be right. a good person for Pete's sake and just stop right. worrying about it. <laughs> like, come oh. on. And I, I do have to say in case someone goes and tries to, to prove me wrong that I say I never purposely offend some people. Sometimes maybe I say things that, that are offensive and I know it's offensive. I just don't care. <laughs> like, you know, but it's always because, um, it's like Nancy Pelosi so <laughs> you know like like telling her to you know shut up and okay we maybe don't really care about her feelings but then again we no. also don't we also don't know her personally so no. you know no and I, I I only try to say things that I think are the truth you right. know um and if sometimes that's offensive to someone hurts. if that's exactly if sometimes that that is offensive to someone I it is what it is yeah. you know People say offensive things all the time. We can't we can't live in this shell all the time thinking that no one can say anything offensive, um, right. especially not try to start making it like criminal to be offensive. Like, right. Some people make a living off of being offensive. Yeah, like, like comedians. I mean, right. <laughs> like shock, shock factor. I mean, like, yeah, I've, I've watched roast where the entire intent and purpose of a roast by comedians is to say the most horrible offensive mean stuff that you can and these people sign up to be roasted they're yeah. like yes bring it roast yeah. me yeah you know but then these same people these same people get offended that the president said let's walk down pennsylvania avenue yeah and i want to point out too that in another part of his speech he used the word peacefully like more than once he said peacefully um walk to the capitol or something yeah. like he used the word peacefully over and over he never yeah. ever said anything that wasn't no. peaceful ever and the, the the speech was an hour and 11 minutes and 30 seconds long just so you guys know i did i did <laughs> look at this this morning i just didn't have time to dig through and find out all the instances of it so i focused on the very last part where they were where they're trying to say that he said to march to the capitol he didn't even say march to the Capitol. He said walk down Pennsylvania Avenue. Right. <laughs> you know, like they they can't even get his actual words correct. It's no, it's, they they because they it's so much more exciting to them to say something that he didn't say or, or misconstrue what he said to make him exactly. look bad. Yeah, that's their yep. whole point in life is to make him look bad. Which is like, you know, I told someone the other day for someone someone who disagrees with me about politics, and I said, you know, for someone who who doesn't want to talk about um about president trump you sure let him take up an awful lot of space in your head and right, it feels right. like a lot of people do that like they're just so angry and i'm like you know like i didn't care for obama but he didn't take up space in my head you right. know 
I, I, I my my dislike, yeah, I mean, my dislike for him was just political. Um, you know, it wasn't something that I thought about a lot. I didn't take up space. I didn't get angry about it. You know, because I'm a sane, reasonable person. You're, <laughs> you're a grown up. <laughs> I'm a grown up exactly. You know, it's it's how it's how life works. Like I don't understand right. where where everything went so wrong that people thought that because their feelings were hurt, they got to you know make all these decisions and cancel people and change people's lives and um you know be so offended that somehow or another that their their hurt feelings are now more important than the livelihoods of other people. Like what? Right. You know, like no, that's not how life works. Be right. a grown up. Exactly. You know? Put your big girl panties on. <laughs> we're we're not in in uh, grade school anymore you know exactly. even in even in grade school when when your feelings get hurt or someone said something mean you know you were kind of taught that get over it <laughs> like apologize move on right it's it's not going to change your life that someone said something mean right you know and kids are mean and yes, we, survived, are. we survived school and high school and all of that and then as adults we were completely unprepared to live right. life like it, I, I it's got to change yeah so we start at think, local levels and yeah. we work our way up <laughs> yeah and I think it's also it's a good point that it starts when when kids are little and yeah. you know for all the, the the good that comes from having a zero tolerance policy in schools for bullying and all that that's that's a good thing but at the same time kids never learn to toughen up a little bit. And I don't, I don't mean that in a mean way. I mean, I have three children and I don't ever want somebody to be mean to them, but no. you know, it happens. Kids, kids do that kind of stuff. And I don't mean yeah. anything horrible, just, you know, everyday stuff. I mean, I, one of my kids was crying last week because she had a little friend drama. I mean, it yep. happens, but it, you know, yes. we talked through it and next time it happens, she'll be a little bit tougher about it. And so you, know, you mean, you, have to you, learn. Mean you, you didn't try to to, to cancel the person's I know, maybe I totally messed up there, but you know, we talked about it and how we don't talk to people like that and how, you know, we, we get through these things. And by the end of our conversation, she was okay. So and, you know, rational discussion, rational discussion. Yeah. Talking things up a little bit. Logic. Like, yeah, it's amazing I mean, how what? that works. I know. Right. right? <laughs> I mean, I have an 11 year old daughter who, um, good Lord. I don't think there was this much drama whenever I was in school. I oh, I know it's terrible. Oh, it's so much, but we had early. Many, it does. It starts. I think it, I think it's starting way earlier than it used to. Yeah, and so don't, don't get me wrong. I have been the mama bear. That's good. That has been like, yeah. look, you know, when things have, things have been a little bit too much, I'm like, this is not okay. You should address right. this. Right. And that, um, that's the thing is there is a line that's crossed, but right. if you're offended about everything, you never see exactly. that line. You know, and I've you told, have to I've, be more reasonable. I've told her, we've had the talk. I'm like, look, you can't, everything is not an emergency. Everything is not the end of the world. <laughs> you know, there's, unfortunately, there's always going to be someone who doesn't like you. There's right. always going to be someone who's going to say something. And it might be because you've done something to offend them because Chloe has an attitude and she can, she can <laughs> say things sometimes. And I'm like, you're kind of being mean, you yeah. know? Like the, it might be, it might be on her or it might be because they're jealous of something mm -hmm. or it might be because they're going through something and that's the way they're dealing with it doesn't right. make it right but right. there's all these different reasons that people are going to act the way they're going to act and you can't allow that to rule your life you can't right. allow that to like you said take space in your head and live rent free and dictate your actions you have to move on um and we've had that discussion so many times and i feel like she's finally starting to get it because yeah 
Lord, the drama. <laughs> oh, I know. It's terrible. And it, it starts is. so early. I mean, my youngest is in fourth grade and it started. And it, I, know. I just, I don't remember drama until maybe like sixth grade, you know? Yeah. When the hormones but, started. Yeah. But effect. it started early and yeah, it's bad, but you know, it's, there's just only so much you can do. And at some point yep. you just have to let, let them learn and grow from those experiences. Yeah. And, exactly. and it teaches them something, you know, and that's what we're teaching our children. So, you know, lead by example, right. you know, if, if we want our children to grow up as healthy functioning adults and functioning members of society, we cannot give them the example that anytime someone says something mean or hurts our feelings, that it's okay to react with violence, that it's okay right. to react with, you know, just going out and, and destroying property, or it's uh, not okay to, to quote unquote, cancel someone. Right. Um, you know, social media is, is huge right now with, with the younger kids. It wasn't really a thing whenever I was their age. So <laughs> the internet wasn't even a thing when I was their age. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like it's, it wasn't a thing. So we didn't have, it wasn't so easy to just get online and absolutely cyber bully someone and, uh, you know, gather mass amounts of people to gang up on someone right. like that's happening now. Right. And if, if we as adults are doing that and we're telling our children that it's okay, where's that going to lead? Right. It's not okay. Right. So. And we're also, kids are learning that it's okay to be offended about every little thing. Yeah. You and know, it's it goes a, both, both ways. Exactly. And they're also learning that you don't have to actually win to win because you get a participation trophy. You right. Know? Right. Everybody's a winner. Yeah. Everyone's a winner. And no, that's also not how life works. There's ups exactly. and downs. There's going to be losses. You know, you're not going to get everything handed to you on a silver platter. You're going to apply for a job and you're not going to get it. You're going to get mm -hmm. hired for a job and you're going to get fired. Mm -hmm. You're going to, you know, there's, there's these, these things in life that without being properly prepared for them can be absolutely devastating. Yeah. Um, if you're taught that everything's going to be okay and you deserve it, it is your right to have this mm -hmm. job. And then you get fired. Where do you go from there? Right. You know, like yeah. how, they're not prepared. The kids are not being properly prepared to deal with mm -hmm. what life is going to throw at them. You know, right. and I don't know about everyone, but I, everyone has, has hardships in life, you know, right. ups and downs. I've definitely had my fair share of them. Right. Um, and you see some people that they, they go through these, these horrible things and you wouldn't even know, you know, like right. you wouldn't even know that that's what they're going through. They pick those back up and they move on. Then you see these other people when something really teeny tiny happens and they fall apart. Right. And you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> like, <laughs> hold on. It's okay. Like it, it's right. going to be okay. Like it's not the end of the world. And I think that it's a difference in what, what's being taught in the different generations. Um, right. You know, this Gen Z, Gen Z generation that's, that's coming up right now. I just, there's so yeah. many things that are wrong. Yeah. <sighs> <sighs> like it's, it, it's kind of scary what the, what they're being taught and to know that that generation is one day going to be the generation that's going to be our bosses, our CEOs, our mm -hmm. elected officials. Like, yeah, it's scary. It's, it, it is scary. And it, it's partially to blame for the parents and partially to blame for our education system. Right. You know? mm -hmm. So yep. that's what I encourage everyone. Once again, I'll say it one more time before we move to our last two segments of Patriot Housewives for this week. But one last time, I want to reiterate that it starts at the smallest levels. Yes. We have to affect change in every piece of the government where there is an elected official. We have mm -hmm. to do it, and it has to be important. It has to be the your your local dog catcher 
needs to be just as important mm -hmm. as the president of the United States. Mm -hmm. And that may seem like absolute ridiculousness to some of you, but if you will just listen to what we've said this episode and understand that it all makes a difference, that it mm -hmm. all, and like Rebecca said earlier, the local elections affect our everyday lives even more. Um, and like we've been talking about with the education and the, these, we send our children to school to be with these people for eight, sometimes longer hours a day, mm -hmm. five days a week. We need to have people in place that is, that is going to regulate what is being taught in these schools, you mm -hmm. know, um, because our, <laughs> it's super important. That's where the next generation is going. We're talking about affecting generations, our children, our children's children, our children's children's children, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, with these decisions that we're making at these local offices. Yep. And, you know, the same way so. that that stuff starts locally, all the, the bigger stuff starts at home, you know teaching our children how to deal with adversity, teaching them that, you know, they can be offended and it's okay. Teaching them how to work out conflicts. All of that starts at home and it starts young, you know? And it is, and it is our job as parents, not the mm -hmm. school's job, not the government's job mm -hmm. to teach our children how to deal with those things. Right. Because if we don't, nobody will. adequately prepare them for life. No, exactly. Yep. And we have to adequately, adequately, why was that word so hard to say? We have to <laughs> adequately <laughs> they are uh, I'm offended no I'm just kidding um <laughs> we have to we have to prepare them for life right if if they if we don't know what else will and um it, we've got to start doing it now it's so important I just I can't feel I feel like I can't like really make that point stick enough right so and maybe it's because we're the your favorite housewives and we're moms and we've got kids and it's important, but it should be important to everyone, even if you yeah. don't have kids, yep. um, you know, fighting for the education um, of the the nation's youth is a an everyone issue, not just a parent yes. issue. Because it will impact you and it impacts your community and you pay taxes. Yeah. So, right. You know, it <laughs> exactly. does impact you everyone, whether or not you have children. Yes. So if you're voting on it, be informed, you know, right. look up who's running for whatever. You get a, a sample ballot before you go to the ballot box. Mm -hmm. Look at the, the sample ballots and take just a little bit of time. It doesn't take much effort to go find out what these people stand for and decide, is this the platform I really want to vote into office? Is this who I want controlling these certain things, you know, in my community? And if it's not, make change right. you know and and everyone has the ability to to volunteer to work on campaigns to knock on doors to be boots on the ground for mm -hmm. um for change and if more people were able to get out and do those things and not just leave it up to someone else you know change uh, our ability to affect change might be easier right so um we have seen over the last uh however long that one of the things Republicans don't do well is organize. Um, and for all the faults that the Democrats have, they organize very well. Right. Um, they organize, they stick together, they have a plan and that plan of action is followed through and um, stuck to by everyone that is on, you know, on their side. And that is something that we lack. So I feel like that as far as any trusting the plan goes, can't even hardly mm -hmm. say those words. Um, <laughs> the, tr the, the only plan that needs to be trusted is one that is a call to action to go out and uh, organize and focus on creating the change that we want. We'll be, was it Gandhi that said, be the change you want to see in the world? Yeah. Um, 
Okay. Oh, I quoted that right. I think so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll, we'll just quote Gandhi and say, be the change that you want to see in the world. Uh, we can't rely on someone else to do it because what if they don't do it? Right. Um, mm-hmm. And we can't, each person that sits back and thinks, oh, someone else will do it. That's, <laughs> if we all think that, no one's going to do anything. Right. You know? Right. And there's some people out there like Scott Pressler, like um, Brandon Straka, like um, some of these people, like these these big accounts that you see, well, they've actually, I respect them because they've, they've taken their own time, their own money, you know, and gone out and did what they could. And now not all of us have the ability to travel all over the country. And that's fine. All you have to do is travel across your neighborhood. Right. <laughs> Talk to your neighbors. And, you know, honestly... That's, I think the, the way that we have lost that personal connection, the way that we have, everything's, you know, is online and we text and we email and we Twitter and we Facebook and we don't talk to people. And maybe that's the root of the problem that we don't talk to people anymore. We don't know our neighbors. We don't connect with them. We don't borrow a cup of sugar. We don't talk over the back fence, whatever. And maybe that's one of the biggest problems is that we don't connect with people, truly connect with people. And maybe if we did, I I feel like, first of all, we would realize that we have more in common than we think. And we, we have more in common than we have not in common. Um, And maybe in some ways we even have the same goals, but we have different ideas of how to get there. But, you know, we're just so disconnected from people that maybe that is part of the problem is that we're just not, we're, we're, we're on Twitter and we're tweeting with strangers instead of going outside and talking to a neighbor or, you know, getting to know our children's teachers or getting, you know, involved at church or whatever, um, that maybe we need to focus more on that. Uh, yeah, I couldn't agree more with you. There's, there's such a, uh, a disconnection from, you know, personal interaction um that i i don't even remember i don't even know the last time that i really it's been years since i've lived somewhere where neighbors are like hey you know and trying to get to know each other and you know i joked when we moved down to florida that i was going to bring this georgia hospitality down to florida and i was going to (laughs) make a a peach pie and go to my neighbor's house but i didn't do that (laughs) Well, I mean, also COVID, but um, <laughs> so I'm like, we don't want your COVID pie. We don't want but, your COVID pie over here. <laughs> right. So, but there's, there's that disconnection. People used to do stuff like that. You know, yeah. they used to welcome their neighbors and go find out who's living next to them. Mm-hmm. You know, now, now they just Google us. So right. you know. right, that's true. Like you stalk them on Facebook and see what they're all about. And then you decide whether or not you want to try to connect with them, but let's just, let's skip that. Let's just try to connect. And like, you know, I remember like when I was a kid, I mean, I grew up in the eighties and, you know, I remember like on a snow day, for example, I'm thinking about this because it's snowing at my house today. Um, you know, like my mom and the neighbor might sit down and have a cup of coffee and just chat while it was snowing, you know, cause they were stuck at home or whatever. And they, that kind of thing happened all the time, or they would just get together and chat out on the patio or whatever. And like, when was the last time I did that? I mean, I know my neighbors, but when was the last time I just sat down and had a cup of coffee and chatted with them? you know, maybe never. Exactly. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we just, we don't do things like we used to do Mm -hmm. anymore. We don't. And And in a lot of ways that's, that's sad. It it really is sad. You know, I remember, you know, speaking about connecting at church, like I remember being uh, drugged to church by my, my (laughs) my grandparents and then like so ready to go when it's over because you're hungry and you're going Mm -hmm. to lunch and you're like, let's get out of here. Mm -hmm. And then sitting there and just waiting while they all sat there and talked for hours. Like, Oh my God. Like I thought church was (laughs) over. Like, can we leave? leave? (laughs) Yeah. 
and then you know finding it funny as being an adult and taking my kids to church and then being like the same way like mom please stop talking to everyone Mm -hmm. but that that sense of community is gone and like they they almost shut it down um you know too with not letting people get into the churches um you know shutting down shutting down that that sense of community and even if you don't go to church um you know just all places to go and just gather you know the with these lockdowns they're trying to 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 keep us apart from each Mm -hmm. other and and make you know it's almost like a a dehumanizing type thing um of trying to to keep us apart because if they can keep us separated they can dehumanize us and they can fracture us because they have fractured us the divide Mm -hmm. in this country is bigger than it has ever been ever um and they can they can make that fracture deeper and almost irreparable by limiting our ability to have face-to-face interactions Mm -hmm. so i think you're exactly right you're you're on point by saying that that lack of personal communication is something we severely need Mm -hmm. so right and i think you know well thank you i think you know connecting with people helps you to realize that other people are not the enemy exactly we're not as we're not as bad as the media says we are no and we're not as as different as the media says we are i mean maybe you know some super duper 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 conservative person and some super duper duper liberal person might have a hard time finding middle ground but i bet you if they sat down and chatted you know they would find they both love dogs or they both love to play scrabble or whatever i mean you know we have more in common than we don't and we just we lose that in this in this world of technology we just we just exactly Right. And then if you take someone, uh, I'll take myself for an example. I don't want to talk about anyone else or put beliefs on someone that I'm not sure about. So I'll just talk about myself. I'm more of a very moderate conservative. And like I said, in one of the last episodes, I've, I've found by listening, um, talking to other people, I think I would be more on the independent libertarian side. Mm-hmm. And the left would immediately label me an extremist conservative just because I support Donald Trump. It would not even take the time to sit down and talk to me and know that there are some issues that are important to the left that I agree with them. Mm -hmm. You know, no one is wrong all the time. Like you said, a a broken clock is right twice a day there. You know, I may not agree with the way that they want to get there. I may not agree with their, I may not have the same reasoning from why I agree with some of the things they agree with, but some of the things like I, we're, we're not that different, you know, like at the end of the day, I just want everyone to be able to, to live in a free country. I want everyone to, to be able to practice the free, the the religion that they choose. I don't mean I want everyone to be a Christian, you know, I want, if you, if you want to practice a different religion, by all means, you should be able to, because that's what the country was founded on. You know, I, I want people to have the, the, the same, everyone to have the same freedoms as everyone else no matter who you are no matter what race religion uh sexual preference um or whatever you are i want you to have the same freedom as anyone else mm-hmm. you know and mm-hmm. so it's crazy to, to think that these leftist people have it in, ingrained in their minds that just because we support donald trump that we are the enemy we're not the right. enemy we're fighting for your rights too right you know so right. it just and I just, I can't seem to, to, to bring it to a close today because I'm so just frustrated and so mad. And so I, I don't know, like, I, I just want to, to take these people and just shake them and be like, please just wake up and listen for just a second. You yeah. know, like we're, we're mm-hmm. not your enemy, right. you know, if you would understand that everything we're fighting for is not, it's not good for us, bad for you. Right. Good for 
you as an American, it's good to be in this country to not give up our liberties, to not give up our freedom. You know, if, right. if you're fighting so hard to keep these freedoms by shutting down our freedoms, what's going to happen when they shut down yours next? Right. They're not going to like that's, that. No, and that's what they're not getting. And I think that's where my the height of my frustration is coming from, is that they're celebrating. They are literally celebrating rights being taken out from underneath us, just swiped away in one fell swoop, not understanding that those rights, those rights are extended to everyone. And once they, once they get done shutting us down, they're going to come for you too, because that is the goal. The right. goal is not us versus, uh, or, or the us versus them or the two of us against each other. The go the goal for the government is the government versus the people. And if you're not the government, you're the people, right? Wake up. Right, exactly. <laughs> like, and maybe you know, sometimes I think that's what what separates left and right is that we want all these things for everybody. They want what they want for them. They don't necessarily look at it the same way that we do. I think it's just a different difference in perspective. It is, and to take it a step further, it's not just that they want what they want for themselves. They want what they want for themselves, and they want things taken from us. Right. Like they, and they literally want, advocate for it. Right. And they want us to have what they want to have. They don't want us to have what we want to have. Right. They're you know like, you, you can be free as long as you have, as long as you're free and believe what I, what, what I want. Otherwise, no, you're shut down. Right. No, that's nope. not supposed it doesn't, to work that way. <laughs> it, it doesn't work that way. And like, it's going to be a rude awakening eventually when, when people finally wake up and understand what's going on. And I hope that, that it's not the case that they're waking up to what's going on because their freedoms have been stripped from them. Like, right. I, I don't wish that on them. I don't right. wish harm and, uh, you know, a hard life and the, having to go through a revolution on anyone, even the, the people that, that are fighting so hard against us right now, I don't wish it on them. You know, right. um, it, it's sad and it's scary that it may have to go, go that far, you know, um, to wake some people up. And I hope with everything in me that it doesn't, um, but again, like you said, the difference is we don't wish that on them. Right. We're trying to stop it. Right. So hmm. well, we're going to have a lot to talk about over the next few weeks. <laughs> um, well, we could sit here literally all day long and, yep. and continue to talk about this. So we'll, we'll just bring it down to our, our last two segments of the week for you guys. Um, we had a little bit of a hard time coming up with the dumbest news of the week because it was all dumb. Exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Um, we we saved a little a little piece for this, and um, I saw this this video, and it's not technically a news news story, although it should be. But we know how the mainstream media works. Mm -hmm. um, but I saw this posted on Twitter, and there were are uh, passengers of a plane. I, I don't know for sure if it was all the passengers, but it was a lot of them, and this is on video that were all made to get off the plane. They could not participate in the flight that they paid for okay this is a uh, this is a paid for you bought your ticket you're on the plane and they make you get off and the reason was because they were singing the national anthem mm. that's it i'm gonna say that might be the dumbest news of our lives exactly that's exactly real and i i've no doubt in my mind that there are people out there cheering that on oh yeah like, woohoo they were singing the national anthem that bad song well let me tell you what think about that for a second what is our national anthem what is it even about it is about our freedom it is about the men and women who died fighting they gave their lives 
to to gain their freedom from British rule so that we could have this country that you can sit around and cheer on people being kicked off of a plane that they bought a ticket for. Yes. We're fired up about this. I am because I, the people, people trying to cancel the national anthem, trying to cancel our, our flag, trying to cancel symbolism for this country. They have no idea what it is they're fighting against, no. obviously. No. And I mean, we could get into this for hours too, but it's when, when athletes started protesting the national anthem, it's going to lead to stuff like this. You know, it, it absolutely is. That's, That's where it, it started. That's, that is why we were so outraged at the very first sign mm -hmm. of people trying to shut down things like this, because I don't care if it, you think it's an archaic song. I don't care if you think it's not relevant for the times because it's more relevant now than it ever was. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the reason why the revolution happened in the first place was because of outrageous government overreach mm -hmm. and people were fed up with it. They were said no more. We're not taking this anymore. We will have our freedom. We're going to start a new country. We're going to have a revolution. And they fought, they gave their, they bled and died for that. Mm -hmm. And now, now people are trying to give it back to the government. We're going backwards. Right. <laughs> like, so I agree with you that this could be possibly the dumbest news I've ever heard in my life to have an airline remove passengers for singing the national anthem. And I also saw another video where two, two ladies were made to get off of a plane because they were talking amongst themselves about supporting Donald Trump and it offended someone. <sighs> like, it's, it's scary. I mean, if that is not the ultimate First Amendment right, I don't know what is. I mean, it's just unbelievable. It is. It's absolutely unbelievable. So, I mean, in, in dumbest news of the week with Patriot Housewives, <laughs> I, I feel like we, we've hit the, the target on that for sure. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll let you guys think about that one and uh, we'll wrap it up here with our, our uh, house. I'm stuttering a lot today. Wow. Um, <laughs> it's our, Monday. <laughs> it's, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> like what day is it? I don't even I don't know. Day we're, we're stumbling through this. We're mad. We're fired up. We can't even get our words right. So we'll, we'll bring it down with something a little bit more positive. It's one of my favorite segments of the show. Cause we get to, to get a little bit personal with you guys and, uh, just kind of talk to you about, about some things and, and we get to recommend stuff to you, yes, um, you know, just let fun. you know what our, our favorite things are. So, uh, this week we are going to talk to you a little bit about our, our favorite kitchen tool, um, with all the COVID lockdowns and potential looming national lockdowns. We're all cooking more at home. We're eating out less. We're, um, you know, not as, uh, we're more reliant on things in the kitchen so we mm -hmm. wanted to, to give you a our favorite kitchen tool a little tips and tricks that you can do to make that cooking at home a little easier yes so rebecca what do you, oh, you go ahead you go ahead okay i'll go first this time um my favorite kitchen tool is actually is from pampered chef i've had this for a really long time um i actually have replaced it once or twice i can't remember how many times because i use it so often um and uh i think i lost one one time i bought a new one but they're the the what are they called? They're, they're actually called salad choppers is what they're called, but it's mm -hmm. this, they, they almost look like scissors, but they've got like a spring action in there. Mm -hmm. Um, and you can cut through anything with these things. They're not just salad choppers. I use them to cut through chicken, like to shred chicken up, mm -hmm. um, to cut vegetables up. Like, uh, one of the things that, um, I learned with pampered chef that I used to do all the time was to make fajitas in the microwave in their, um, deep covered baker, like their stoneware. Uh -huh. 
and you literally you just put the the vegetables in there almost whole you put whole chicken breast in there you cook it and then you take these, these salad choppers and you just chop everything up all awesome. while it's hot while it's hot while it's you know it doesn't have to be um cooled down or anything like that you don't have to worry about taking it out of there and trying to shred it with a fork or whatever mm-hmm. um so i routinely do that like i use it to, to chop my chicken i use it to chop my vegetables um anything that that would be difficult to chop up and it is a time saver i think it's like 25 bucks now you have to get it from a pampered chef consultant but i love this product so much it is one of my favorite things in the kitchen as a matter of fact there's several pampered chef items that i could that i could promote here and to yeah clarify, i like it I, too I am not a Pampered Chef consultant. <laughs> I, am, <laughs> I am not repping any kind of business here. I just genuinely love the products. Yeah, I do too. I have a lot of good stuff. And I have some stuff. I had a Pampered Chef party, like I hosted one back in, uh-huh. let's see, 1999, I think. And I still have things that I got with my hostess points in 1999. <laughs> like they last, last forever. forever. It really does. Do you have the, they have like the, um, I think it's called, I don't see, I don't, they have these unique names for all of them, but the little thing that you, you chop, it looks like a, it's white and it's got the blade and you put something in there and you push the top and it chops down. So yes. I just call it chopper. Yes. That, that, that is amazing. If you don't like chopping onions, get one of mm-hmm. those. Yep. You, you literally take the onion, you quarter it, maybe whatever that'll fit under there and you just bam, 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 bam. And it's diced. I use it to dice. It's onions also, and mushrooms. Yeah, it's nice for when you're stressed about something. You just, you know, you know it's really yes. like a good stress relief. <laughs> it really is. You don't need you don't need a stress ball or a punching bag. Just get one of those just things and go to town on some up. onions. Yeah, chop it up. And the yes. the good thing there is you at the end of the at the end of that, not only have you let your frustrations out, but you have a delicious home cooked meal. Exactly. Everyone can be happy about it. It is a win-win. <laughs> it so is a win-win. <laughs> I accidentally recommended two things, but I would recommend more if I could, because um, so, we will probably have to revisit this kitchen that I like to cook. So. I do too. I love to cook. <laughs> love to cook. And I've liked, like, I always cook a lot, but during all these lockdowns, I have cooked even more because I have more time. Like, I have more time yeah. to dedicate to spending a little more time and effort on dinner instead of like rushing in and out and, yeah. you know, running kids to ballet and picking them up and all right. that. So I've been able to spend more time and actually enjoy it. So that's been yeah. really nice. Everyone's, everyone's home. There's, you can't yeah. go anywhere. Restaurants are, you know, kind of closed down or whatever. So you're at home making a nice meal for your family. You might as well have the best tools you exactly. know, for the job. Well, so. since you did too, I'm going to do too also. Okay. So one of them is Pampered Chef. I like, oh, I, I know, I love Pampered Chef. So, and I actually just replaced this recently. Like so I had bought one in 1999, like I said, and I just recently got a new one because it had gotten really faded. It was still working, but it just like the numbers had washed off over the years. Um, it's a measuring cup and it's plastic and it measures liquids on one end and solids on the other. Oh end. my God, I love that thing so much. I love it. And it's so know, awesome. They have a miniature one, one that's like one yes. cup. I have the two cup one, but I, I love that thing. <laughs> oh, I need to get one. I love that thing. It is so super you handy. so right. I love oh. it. I love to measure like something in the solid end, like peanut butter yes. or peanut butter. Like that. That's what I was going to say. Perfect. Cause you can spray it with a little cooking spray and then put mm-hmm. the stuff in there and then just smoosh it out and it all comes out. You know, it's, yes. it's just a quick wash and it's done. So I you're love not sitting there that. trying to like get it off the spatula or get it yes. off the spoon or it's anything just like, like so that, awesome. that vacuum where it just goes, whoosh, it's, it's, I love it. 
<laughs> I love it. Too. I'm so glad love you it. recommended that because that was the other thing that I was holding back recommending. <laughs> it was like a double housewives recommend. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so that's one. And then my other favorite is not Pampered Chef, although Pampered Chef probably does have one, but it's a microplane grater. And I, I don't do. use I don't use this daily. I mean, I probably use it weekly, but I love this thing. You can, it's just a little, it almost looks like a knife, but it's a, a grater on the end. And it's um, a very, very fine grater. It's not like a cheese grater. It's yeah. very fine. So you can grate citrus. Mm. Um, like if you need like lemon, um, lemon peel and something it makes tiny little pieces so you get the flavor yes. but you don't get a bite full of lemon um so lemons oranges limes like for fajitas put a little lime in your fajitas um you could also use nutmeg like a whole nutmeg yep. grate it you can grate a cinnamon stick um it's just super handy and it's chocolate um like a chocolate bar on top of a cake yep. so it's, there's a million possibilities it's super easy to use and i i love that thing it's absolutely great. An onion. You could grate like an onion or garlic could. too. If you want tiny little pieces. Garlic would be definitely something that, yeah. that would be good in there to get some really small pieces. If you don't want any chunks of garlic. And yeah. I like using fresh garlic. I do too. So, um, yeah, that's definitely something that I, you know what? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm going to throw out one more th other thing from Pamela oh, yeah, real quick. Um, they have this, if you, if you like fresh garlic, like, um, sometimes I'll buy the bag of already peeled garlic because it's just easier. Yeah. Um, but as far as like buying like a clove of garlic that you have to, you know, it's got that paper on it or whatever. Mm -hmm. Pamper Chef has this tool that's, it's so cool and it's really inexpensive. It's just a small little thing. It looks like a, a, a tube of a silicone tube and you, you take the garlic clove and you stick it in there and you roll it like you on the counter, you just put your hand over and roll back and forth mm -hmm. and the paper pops out one side and the garlic pops out the other side. Oh, it peels cool. it for you. And so you don't have that, like, you know, you get that smell from peeling yeah. garlic on your hands. Yeah. Um, and plus it's like, if you don't do it just right, then you got this little tiny piece of the, the skin, the paper or whatever stuck yeah. on there and you're trying to like dig into it. Yeah. So, um, that's, you said garlic and that popped in my mind. We could recommend tools all day long, probably. Yeah. Yeah, we could, but those are some really good ones. <laughs> yeah. Some excellent ones. We're so, I'm yeah. so, I'm, I'm so excited that you recommended that measuring cup because it is like, <laughs> I as, love simple that it, as simple as it is, it's like a revolutionary. Yeah, it really is. Tool. And like I said, the one I had lasted 20 years and yeah. I replaced it just because I had washed it and washed it and washed it and washed it. And finally the thing yeah. started to come off. I probably put it in the dishwasher when I shouldn't, but um, <laughs> I think, you know, I try not to, but um, but yeah, but it lasted forever. And I have other, like I have the large batter bowl. I've had that thing for 20 years. I love that thing. And their scrapers are by far the yes. best scrapers that you're going to find. Like you go to the yes. store and you buy these, these other like spatulas or scrapers or whatever they want to call them, like for baking, like the silicone ones. And they, you know, get rips in them or mm -hmm. the whatever top comes off, top comes off. And I, uh, I know people that have this old style so you know they're they're like old 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 pampered chef scrapers and they've had them for 20 plus years and they're work just as good and are in just as good shape as something that I bought yesterday you yeah. know so the the quality is amazing it, people might think it's a little bit pricey most of their stuff isn't really yeah. but so some people think that most are, that it might be a little bit pricey but it's so worth the investment in your kitchen because you, it will last you forever yeah, it really will. And like, you know, if you know a Pampered Chef consultant, you can host a little party. And now they do them online, like on Facebook. You don't even have to host people. Right. <laughs> you could just you have don't. a little party and people order stuff and then you get free stuff. So there's always that option too, if you know somebody. And if you don't, you can find one. Right. You know, Pampered Chef better sponsor us. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Pampered Chef. <laughs> I just we'll talk about like, you more. 
Like, because I really do love everything about Pampered Chef. And I they, do too. And I'll put this out there. If you're buying from Pampered Chef, you are support, supporting uh, a mom or, you know, a dad mm-hmm. or whoever, and you're supporting them in their independent business because it mm-hmm. gives them the opportunity to bring money into their house. And maybe it's not a traditional type job, but it sometimes is, you know, lockdown proof because you yeah. can do it from home yeah. um, and give, you know, you're giving your money to them instead of a big box store. Exactly. So yep. um, there is that, that side of it too, yeah. is, uh, you know, instead of buying your stuff from Walmart or wherever that mm-hmm. you're going to buy it, you know, support an, an independent contractor who is trying to make a living for their family. Yeah. And it, I think, the, yeah, I think the lady who started the business, I think she was a mom. Um, I mean, yeah. I think, she, you know, when she started, I think she had kids at home and stuff. So, you know, you're, you're she, starting a woman owned or, or whatever I'm trying to say, supporting <laughs> a, a woman, women owned business and everything. So yeah. that's always nice too. Yeah, she did. She she actually went around, you know, to, to people's houses doing her little demonstrations. Um, mm-hmm. I don't remember her name now, but uh, she built up this massive company from nothing, just her. Mm-hmm. And, you know, then decided to give that opportunity instead of t- making it into a big box store or something yeah. like Walmart or Sam's Club or something like that. She actually gave the opportunity to other individuals to um, earn a living doing this as well. Um, mm-hmm. They've got a great community too. So um, I definitely support supporting those types of, of um, individuals who are uh, in, they're basically independent contractors is what yeah. they're listed as. Yeah. So anyway okay so enough of that uh <laughs> we'll, we'll drown on and on about pampered chef another day um I that like was that a we- good one though that was a good um, <laughs> a good topic for recommendations <laughs> it was it was one of my favorite I was looking forward to this ever since we decided kitchen tools I was like Ooh, good one. <laughs> I know I couldn't decide what to do but I know neither could I which is why I think I ended up with four <laughs> so um if anyone has any questions about the things that we recommend, again, like we said earlier in the show, you can contact us on our social media. Uh, I'll say our email one more time. It's patriothousewives at gmail.com, or you can go to newrightnetwork.com and click on contact us and send us an email there. Just let, let, uh, put in your, the subject line that you, the message is for Patriot Housewives and we'll get, it. even if you don't put the, that it's for Patriot Housewives, we'll still get it, but yeah, and we have a <laughs> but Facebook it'll make group. it easier. We have a we Facebook do. group, Patriot Housewives. Feel free to jump in and join that. Yep, join the pa- Facebook group. We're, it's a group, so there's it's open for discussion. Um, we can talk about different things in there. doesn't have to all, all be political like you've seen. We can talk, have some have <laughs> We can some talk about Pamper Chef, too. <laughs> yes, we can. <laughs> uh, multiple ways to contact us. And um, like I said, if you have any questions about what we recommend, you need a link to some of the fantastic books that – uh, Rebecca has recommended over the the past couple of weeks, or if you want to know more about the the names of the tools that we recommended today, we'll be more than happy to share that with you because I feel like Rebecca is as enthusiastic as I am about <laughs> telling you the fantastic things that we have. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's like when you're wearing a dress and someone's like, you know, oh, I love your dress. And you're like, it has pockets. <laughs> I got it. I got it for five bucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so that's, that's just how sees. we are. Yeah, <laughs> that's we share. Exactly. Yep. We share our good deals for sure. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So we'll be more than happy to share that with with you guys. And uh, we'll be back next week with uh, even more uh, exciting recommendations and, you know, follow-ups on what's going on in the world. And we'll keep on keeping on. We're not going anywhere. Yes, we will. That's right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Tell your friends. Yep. Until next time. Until next time. Bye-bye. All of this is possible because of New Right Network. 
I want to tell you about NRM Plus. It's our premium membership for New Right Network. You can support us and conservative independent media for just $9.95 a month or $79.95 a year. If you like what we're doing, head over to www.nrnplus.com to subscribe. That's www.nrnplus.com or make any donation in any amount at nrnplus.com forward slash product forward slash support. That's nrnplus.com forward slash p-r-o-d-u-c-t forward slash s-u-p-p-o-r-t.